This is T.M. Camp, and you're listening to the podcast of my novel, Assam and Darjeeling. Book Three, Purgatory, Chapter Nine. Some people, Edgar said cheerfully, they might get their feelings hurt by getting ditched. Some people are sensitive that way. Don't come any closer, G said quietly, ready to fight if it came to it. Now me, Edgar continued as if he hadn't heard her. My feelings don't get hurt, but that's just me, just the way I am. He shook his head and looked at G scornfully. Closer? Now why would I want to do that? How did you find us? G asked. It wasn't difficult, he grinned, all gaps and shadows. Assam stepped forward. Edgar shifted his gaze to the older boy. What? Assam didn't answer, staring the boy down. After a long moment, Edgar glanced away. Anyways, he muttered, I just figured you might need some help getting to where you're going. How do you know where we're going? Assam asked. Edgar pointed his thumb in G's direction. It was your father, was it? G started to answer, but Assam interrupted her. You can help us? Edgar nodded. I can help you. How? Oh, I'm good at finding things, and I know this place like the back of my hand. He held his left hand up as though this proved the claim. So, what do you say? No thanks, G said. We can find her, Art. Assam put his hand on her shoulder. That's right. Edgar said, snapping his fingers. It was your mum. I remember now. Assam didn't buy any of it. What do you want? For what? For helping us. Edgar looked surprised at the suggestion. You know, I don't know. It never occurred to me. You're right, G sneered. The boy thought for a moment. I honestly don't know, he said. Why don't we just say we'll strike a bargain? I'll help you and you can help me when the time comes. No deal, Assam said. Come on, G. He nodded to the boy. See you around. Wait a second, Edgar said before they could turn to leave. Hold on now, let's not get too huffy about this. I'm perfectly willing to help and since you offered to trade... Assam narrowed his eyes at this, but the boy went on. Out of the kindness of your heart, I'm sure. Well, I think we can figure something out. So, Assam said, what do you want? Edgar said, I want five minutes. What? The boy's pockmarked face was inscrutable. Five minutes, ten tops. A thin slice of time is all I ask. Just a few ticks at a clock. Nothing you'll miss. G looked up at her brother. Assam squinted at the boy, so she did the same. That's all, he asked. Five minutes. Ten. Tops. Edgar spread his hands. That's all. When? When what? When do you want the five minutes? Edgar shrugged. I'll let you know when the time comes. Don't worry. You'll hardly even notice it's gone. You're lying. It was very matter-of-fact the way Assam said it. 
which made it sound even worse. Am I? Edgar didn't bat an eye, although they did glitter a bit. Assam held his gaze, silent. Gently, Edgar said, I don't remember the last time someone called me a liar to my face. Sure you do, Assam replied in a voice that she didn't quite recognize. It was your mother, and she was crying. Edgar snapped his teeth together like a crocodile and took a step forward, eyes blazing. Assam tilted his head to one side, staring down at the boy through half-closed lids. Edgar blinked, his brow furrowed. G could see his jaw muscles clenching. She could have sworn that for a moment she saw a faint flicker of uncertainty, or possibly even fear beneath the boy's anger. You should be careful what you say to me, the boy told Assam, stepping back. Assam said nothing. Suddenly, Edgar burst out laughing. <laughs> Fair enough, I might be lying and I might not, but you need me to find who you're looking for. So you'll help us, Assam said. Not a question. I don't see why not, the boy said with a grin. Do we have a bargain? No way, Jose. She didn't trust this kid and she couldn't figure out why her brother would. Name's Edgar, boy replied. No problem. You go on and wander your merry way. I've got plenty of other things I could be doing. Oh, well, we'll miss you. G stopped and looked up at her brother. Assam was chewing thoughtfully on his thumbnail, oblivious. We can agree to your bargain, he said. But you need to agree to one condition. Oh, now it's conditions that I have to agree to, is it? Yeah, it is or else we'll just wander along our merry way. Assam pointed out into the wasteland surrounding them, deliberately pointing away from the direction where he could feel his mother waiting. And then no one will get what they want. Edgar pursed his lips. So, what's this condition, then? Assam started chewing on the nail of his index finger. He spit out a dried scrap of skin and looked at the boy. You agree that as long as we're with you, we'll be safe. Then we have a bargain. I'm not your bloody babysitter, Edgar snorted, half amused and half angry, all snake. I can't guarantee your safety. I'm not asking you to. All I expect is that you won't do anything to harm me or my sister, and that's all you need to agree to. Edgar considered this for a moment and then nodded. Fair enough. He spat into his hand and held it out. After a moment, with as much delicacy as he could muster, Assam did likewise. Ugh, G said as the boy sealed the bargain. She didn't know what was worse, that they had done it in the first place, or that both of them wiped their hands off on the seat of their pants afterwards. The three of them stood there for a long moment, among them stood the uneasy bargain, like a fourth person, unseen and unknown, but who was almost certainly going to show up, sooner or later. Um, G looked around. What happened to the river? Assam turned and surveyed the landscape all around them, dry as dust in all directions. 
Lucky thing for you I came along, Edgar smiled. You've been listening to Assam and Darjeeling, written and read by the author, T.M. Camp. A new chapter from the book is available each week, free to download at the iTunes Store. To find out more about Assam and Darjeeling, to read my weblog, or to send me your questions and feedback, visit my website at tmcamp.com. I hope to hear from you. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you soon. This podcast was written, performed, and produced by T.M. Camp and may not be copied, distributed, transcribed, or otherwise reproduced without his express written permission. Even listening to the damn thing is probably illegal these days. In fact, you should stop right now, just in case the feds are closing in on you. I'd wipe your hard drive, too, just to be safe. You don't want them to find all those Firefly episodes you downloaded from BitTorrent, do you? Wait. Did you hear that? Just outside the window? I think it was one of their robotic hounds. The new models have night vision, you know. And now they see everything. Oh my god, I think... I think they might already be in the house.